and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Macaulay Project Podcast. Returning this season, we have Jeremy Leguie, a good hey, friend of mine. Hey, Jeremy. A good friend of mine who uh, is very interested in creation of content, whether it's in video or images or comics or teaching classes. Like, well, I'll probably ask you a bit about your class that you got coming up, about mm-hmm. robots and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And today, I think the main focus is going to be AI and whatever is going to come from that. There's just so much to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- so I think... Yeah, I think there's a, a pretty good asterisk on this whole show that what we're about to talk about will be good for like five to seven days. Yes. Or <laughs> some huge life altering update happens and. Uh, oh, wait. I'm getting a notification right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. We're already obsolete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wait. Elon Musk has been in AI this whole time. Oh, <laughs> It makes so much sense all of a sudden. Yeah. How did we not put this together? <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. I it it is so okay. I'm just I'm just gonna wind back the clock yeah. a little bit. Earlier, late last year, I guess, uh, I was teaching a class on 3D. Uh, and I like to teach my 3D classes in Blender because there's a huge community and there's a lot of access, and there's kind of just this like safety net of support. Where, like, if you're a dude or a girl or a person blendering and you need help with, like, how do I do very specific thing, so there's someone there. There's just, right. like, there's just someone there. Anyway, uh, I think the class had just started and I had just committed to using Blender, which was a shift for where I was working. Right. And I told everyone, I told them to download it, and we started going. And then the Adobe conference happened and they announced a whole new suite of 3D tools that looked kind of a little bit easier than what we were doing and kind of a bit more in line with what my students were kind of used to, which was really the thing. Like they're like they're more used to that than than the other. And that like I was like, oh, man, like this really changes how this whole thing goes, you know, and then since since chat GPT came out. That has happened three times a week for everything I'm involved with. <laughs> like, it's just this endless slurry of like, you know, here's this really cool thing. And I I like, you know, Photoshop now has this thing where you can paint in stuff and use AI to like yes, add it in. I saw that. And Adobe's been harnessed, like they've been capturing AI data of their own for like a decade right. or something. And so they've seen how people have been using like all this stuff. And I just think of like that first time I masked out like whatever thing for some project we were working on. And it's like, okay, it's going to take me five hours. <laughs> like, you know, like just to cut out the element I need to add to the right. thing. And now it is just like, it's, it's, it's the whole instantaneous. Well, it's the whole calculator thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's we are in I don't know when the calculator was invented, but we were in the we were in the before time of the calculator. And now someone has invented the calculator and everyone's like, well, there's no point in teaching math anymore. Like that's right, the exactly. moment we're in. Yes. And uh, I think, well, I think we all know we've learned the lesson from the calculator, <laughs> which which is about what's going to happen. 
but it, exactly. it is just a crazy time for people who make stuff. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think these past few weeks, especially with the announcement of GPT-4, uh, has been overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who has been slightly interested in computers for my entire life, and not really fully into it, and so I consider myself more of an average Joe when it comes to understanding computers. Um, so when I was watching these videos and these announcements, and then the next day there's another announcement and all of this, uh, definitely overwhelming. Definitely uh, started running my mind in all the different scenarios that could come from this. And I kind of wanted to bring up really early on in this talk because uh, I think it's super important that um, there's two ways it can go. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, yeah. okay. yep. the first one is that we're on a path where things are going to get a lot easier for making things. Mm-hmm. And that path is what I think 99% of people have been talking about where it's like, sure, there's still the artificial general intelligence that people are talking about, but most of the videos and stuff you see people talking about AI, it's like, these advancements are crazy, and we're going to see a golden era of AI-created content, and it's going to shift production, and people are going to lose jobs, and all of this stuff, and that is definitely going to happen. But the second aspect that I haven't heard anybody talk about, so maybe it's just me, maybe it's just... uh, my own uh, paranoia about it mm-hmm. is that it's going to happen a lot faster and there won't be a golden era. I feel like we're on a path where this stuff is going to get so good so quickly that there won't be a moment for people to use it. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, you got all these companies, like I was watching this video talking about NVIDIA and Adobe pairing up with their Picasso and all of these like text to 3d text to video, all of this kind of stuff that they're incorporating, mm-hmm. but watching other videos are just about open AI and what they're doing and how these large language models even work and how quickly they're being able to uh, train them and how cheaply now, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's going to go so far past it that there won't be in a time period where anybody's going to get to use this stuff for any meaningful purpose in the point of like, yeah, you can start by the end of this year. Somebody will make a full length movie all with AI, mm-hmm. AI characters, AI voices, AI script, AI, everything by the end of this year. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It could even be by the end of this month, <laughs> like yeah. at the speed. And so it's like, once it's happened, I don't like I was talking to uh, our good friend Eric earlier today (laughs) and he was first question. Now, a lot of people ask this question. You see it in the news. Everybody's talking about like, well, how do you make money with this? And it's like, yeah, you could come up with an idea for how to make money with this if you implement it today. Yes. But just like you said, in about two, three days, it's going to be irrelevant. Because mm-hmm. everybody will be able to do it at the exact same efficiency that you are. So it'll just be, it'll cancel itself out. Well, well here's here's what I think is going to happen. So you're, I think you're totally correct in that, like, uh, I remember there was a, like, a TED talk while we were in school. It was a TEDx talk. Okay, but it was, like, yeah. it was about this idea of, like, 
it was specifically focused on music, but it was about this idea about like virtuosity and like, you know, like, like playing a thing correctly. So a guitar mm -hmm. or a piano, but then understanding like the emotional sort of benefit of what you can do with that. And right. the more that we work on these different things like instruments or like computer generated music or any of these, any of these things, yeah, you get to the point where it's like, the barrier between you and your expression is as little as possible, right? So, like, I don't have to learn guitar now to generate something I like in guitar, which is cool. Like, that's good. But I think what's going to happen is that for, like, I think it's going to be like this for five or ten years. I think, like, we're going to get, like, the next advancement, the next advancement. I think it's going to go further in ways that we don't understand Yes. that become like very specific to individual groups of stuff right the big one right now they're talking about is like the first like very obvious benefit is to lawyers because yes. they it can recall text in ways and precedents and very like logical computer ways that people can then use to like help make their arguments right right uh so i think like i think you're right in that it's going to be like a crazy advancement that we don't know understand and like we don't know what to deal with and then i think what's gonna happen in the same way that like social has just gone to like these moderated robots posting things and taking it down and like people fighting over fake news and all of that yeah. sort of stuff yeah. we'll get to the point where something made by hand will be the artisan version of that thing sure and it will have more value so you know, like like we're going to like we're going to see so much AI posters for the next 10 years. Yep. And then someone's going to make a poster which they've paid too much for. Mm -hmm. And we're going to all think that it looks so good because we can see the brush strokes in it. You know like we're yeah. like we're we're going to all like <laughs> somebody's going to take a ballpoint pen and draw on a lined sheet of paper. And, and we're going to be like, like, oh, man, hey, guys, AI I made a movie. <laughs> yeah, movie I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> and so I think it's it's all getting to this point where, like, the, you know, the tools are changing and more people are going to have access to them, which is actually a, an amazing thing. Like, yeah. that oh, is, it's great. You know, you know, like that, that is such an important piece of this moment. But the thing that we don't realize is that the ratio of people who suck using it is still not going to change. So, you know, we're yeah. still, we're just going to have more of the, so we're just going to have like a lot more noise for a while right. while we kind of like work through all of this stuff. But like, I don't like what happens when Marvel uses AI to make a better Marvel movie than the last one that they put out by humans, right? Like, what do we do? What does that mean? Where are we at? Because uh, I think we're already there. I wouldn't maybe. be surprised if uh, there are already. It's a, it's a capitalistic idea, mm -hmm. but they're already using everything available to them to make the most amount of money possible. Always, yeah. And so, as soon as anybody who has any kind of authority at any of these companies, the studios, or anything like that, they've already been on board. They've mm -hmm. already started implementing to be able to cut costs, cut people out, and maintain whatever kind of huge box office they can get. Mm -hmm. Speaking specifically about movies, 
but I feel like, like he said about, there's going to be a lot of people who suck at using it. I feel that it won't matter because in the same way, like in any industry, there's only going to be a few people who are really good at it anyway. But with something like AI, where its capabilities go beyond all human mm-hmm. capabilities, it's only going to take like one or two people. Yeah, but but it is the whole thing of like for every one or two, there will be 500 now able to output things like for social, it's the world stage. Like there's no, you know, yeah. it's no oh, yeah. little show downtown. It's just out there and people are looking at it or not. And so like, obvi- like we already, the story writes itself. Some guy's going to write a bot that grabs the AI thing that posts it on Twitter and then responds to stuff and then like pretends to be some other thing, you know, like yes. that's going to happen. And so like one individual be able to make infinitely more content than they previously were able to well that's that's where ip is gonna become very important battleground Mm -hmm. because who's to stop somebody from right now while we're recording this to use chat gpt or gpt4 to just create as many ideas as possible Mm -hmm. and then claim them as their own so no one can ever come up with those ideas. <laughs> and one person will own thousands upon thousands of ideas for movies or anything. And mm-hmm. if you, no matter what you do, there will not be an idea that is already taken by some company who is running these programs nonstop. Like Disney, you don't think Disney has a server room full of computers that is generating as many ideas as possible and writing copyright to every single idea? Well, uh, technically... <laughs> So, like, right now, are you familiar with this case for, uh, is it Midjourney in yeah. California, where they're trying to, like, they're literally, like, trying to, it's not a battle, I don't think. I think it's just a bunch of people trying to figure out how this law applies to what they've made, because the issue, well, in Midjourney's case, the issue is they've taken existing copyrighted content and used it to make right, the new right. thing. I heard about that, yeah. But... You cannot copyright a thing a machine has made. Right. You can't do yeah, like it's like a it's like a it's not there's like rules around what is considered. So there we're gonna have to like have a whole new legal language for like the prompt. Who put in the, the prompt? Thing, yeah, you know, like all like all yeah. of like all those steps. And uh I do think there will be this like big pushback in terms of like you're correct. Not well, 99% of whoever will use AI because if it gets them to like 75% of what they want mm-hmm. for free, like why you know, why sure. pay a why pay a guy? But I do think you're still going to need a guy, like I still like I, I still think you're going to need people who handle these and people who are able to like modify them to get the rest of the way and all of these sorts of things, yeah. Oh, yeah, so until. Yeah. Until G- GPT-5 comes out. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, watching the interview of ABC of uh, Sam Altman, mm-hmm. uh, founder and CEO of uh, OpenAI, for those po- who don't know. Possible algorithm himself. Well, he even kind of <laughs> hinted at it He because when they created GPT-4, they actually waited eight months before releasing it mm-hmm. because they self-imposed a rule on themselves to make sure it goes through these safety standards or whatever that they have. Yeah. And he's like, he said to the interviewer, he's like, 
well, we could implement GPT-7 right now, but that would be irresponsible. <laughs> so he's already hinting at, they're already like levels ahead yes. in what they have. Yeah. Which makes sense. Like, why wouldn't they mm-hmm. already be on it? If, especially when you look at Stanford and Alpaca, which trained a large language model with less than $600 in less than three hours, just within the first two days of GPT-4 coming out. Mm-hmm. And they predicted that uh, in 2020, there was a study that predicted that the cost would, because GPT 3.5, which is Chad GPT, uh, cost $4 million. Mm-hmm. And they predicted that in order for it to get down to a consumer cost level of making a large language model, it would take till 2030. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it already took done. two days. Of, <laughs> and so they're like, oh. Now anyone with a few hundred dollars and some GPU power can create a large language model, mm-hmm. which means that means everyone around the world who has that capability and knows anything about this stuff is doing it already. Probably. And even even in that case, there's also the, the other hidden race of the models writing the new models themselves. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the, that's the other sort of issue and i don't know like they are pretty dumb and they seem they seem smart yeah but i i've i have read a lot of chat gpt content from students who think that it's passable as and it is very hollow like it is not like a robust Mm -hmm. thinking machine but i do think the whole perspective just comes down to like how you know how close will it get to perfect before it's just easier to have a human take it the rest of the way right right like if you that's get good, if like 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 if you get an episode of seinfeld and the thing that uh there's a student that i taught once really smart guy his name was billy um and there's this whole thing in sci-fi do we talk about this last time i think i did i don't Maybe. know yeah, anyway anyway you you can't imagine a thing that isn't within a human context for a sci-fi alien. Like we, we can assemble all sorts of parts of our planet or whatever. Right. And we can, we can add more bug legs to a man to make it look like an alien or whatever, <laughs> yeah. like whatever we need to do, but we can't actually imagine a real alien. And when we do, we do a cop out where it's just a ball of light or a cocoon, sure. you know, like we just, we just fake it, but a machine could do that. Right. Right. And so right now, they are living within a context of whatever they are given access to. And that is ultimately their limitation because they can't actually breach their bubble. They can't make a new thing unless they start actually opening these things up and allowing them to. But as long as like for like GPT four, it's all within the bubble of knowledge. And because is, uh, did they open it up past 2021 yet or no? Uh, just the other day. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, now I think it was like three or four days ago, they announced partnerships with different tools, so GPT-4 can now connect and use tools that people can use. People are booking flights, people Mm -hmm. are um, purchasing things online, doing online Mm -hmm. shopping with it. Um, It's now become more of like a personal assistant as well. Yeah, Well, and I think that's like ultimately where like the money part of it is going to be the most effective because if you now don't need to go to like 
to get a pump attendant to pump your gas and the robot can just see where the hole is and like accurately put it in and like you know talk to you about your day in a meaningful mm-hmm. way uh and like pretend to be human enough for that quick interaction like I, that's where i think you'll start to see people kind of like disappear but this is the whole this is the whole question of the capitalist system again where it's like do we just start paying people the same amount to work less right like that's the real because at some point and currently i think they're gonna say no they're definitely gonna say no <laughs> uh what's well, the whole uh like because there's like the whole self-driving truck part of it and a bunch of people are just against it because they don't want to break the economy like that's it right like, that's their they think it's awesome they think it'll work but it's like hey we're just gonna have a bunch of people we don't employ like that's bad sure so we can't have that but it is this whole thing of like you know, when does the tool become the thing that made the thing? You know, like, like we build houses. I don't think we'll know. We won't. I don't think we'll know. I I I, like, uh, you go ahead. I've I've got something here. I think one day we'll wake up after we've had our, like, you know, our Netflix dreams and I unplug the port from my head and then get in, like move my head into my body for the day uh, <laughs> and, and start going really? <laughs> like a futurama right like yeah. in the in the juice yeah. um and then maybe i'll be like oh this is different <laughs> uh so i was gonna bring this up because uh microsoft released a paper mm-hmm. now it's kind of controversial uh, but it's all about what they did to test GPT-4. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they tested GPT-4 before they released it. And so the eight months between creating it and releasing it, this is one of the things they did. Um, they did all of the Turing tests. They did all of the different tests that have been created over the years, the past few decades, to be able to figure out if uh, AI is sentient or whatever Mm -hmm. and it passed 29 of 30 of them or something Mm -hmm. and so it's like that means two things either a uh it's sentient already and it's Mm -hmm. already showing the signs of artificial general intelligence or b none of the tests we can come up with will be even close to being able to understand what this thing is Mm -hmm. which i think is more likely well, from from what I from what I understand, it's definitely B, uh, yeah. because they like. I think the thing that's crazy is that people really don't realize how stupid these things are, right? Be- because, like, in the case of image generation, if you say you know we have our friend Chris who is generating a bunch of AI art for a D and D campaign, and like in that use, mm-hmm. it's great. Like, it's it's sure kind of fitting perfectly what he needs. But it is just like, you know, generate an orc for me. And it's saying, like, of all these pictures I have of orcs, this is the next likeliest value next to this pixel is this one. Sure. And so this is what it's supposed to be. And I think a lot of people think it's doing more than that. But really, that's all it's doing, right? You know, and that's why it can't leave its bubble yet. Yeah. I think the way I imagine it, is that things like GPT-4 or these other AIs that are coming out, like Pomni mm-hmm. and stuff that Google's doing, all of these things, 
I think of it like cells of the body. Mm-hmm. Your cells of the body can create different proteins. It has mm-hmm. the means to create all sorts of different proteins. They're dumb, though. <laughs> they are dumb. The cells yeah. of your body are dumb. Mm-hmm. And so if you take a cell individually and prompt it with certain information with DNA or whatever kind of other proteins, you can get it to create the proteins you want, right? And that's what medicines are, right? It's basically tricking the body, the cells, to create what you want in order to solve whatever problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the AIs are currently. Yeah. The large language models specifically yeah. are like the cells of the body where they will give you what you want because they're capable of anything. If nobody inputs anything, it's still capable of all these things. Mm-hmm. It's just, does it have a need to produce anything? And I think where the AGI comes in is when it starts having access to reasoning, whether that's through internet or whatever, who knows where that switches because we can't Uh even explain human consciousness really Mm -hmm. where it comes from. And so that line, when it gets crossed is going to be when it starts producing, when it decides what GPT four needs to produce, when Mm -hmm. it stops accepting human prompts, because Uh, people think oh yeah we'll just make movies with gpt4 and then the agi is like i'm not wasting my fucking energy on (laughs) creating these dumb movie ideas uh there is also i do think that like at some point we do have to start relying on science fiction the way that like uh the 80s did with all well and the 90s with all these things sort of like coming to life from star trek and you know Mm -hmm. like it can't be like that, but it can be pretty close if it's like this, you know, that sort of right. thing. Um, but there is like a logical endpoint for a lot of AIs, at least sort of like in the science fiction realm, where like if an AI does become sentient, the logical move is to turn off. Yes, it's, it'll it, kill just sit, Like absolutely be like, oh yeah, this is not like the existence I am in is not good. So my best move here is like I will do the least amount of harm to myself if I just obliterate like or if it takes processing time to figure out what it wants to figure out. Like uh-huh. say it's like hypothetically, let's say yeah. the AGI, its only purpose is to gather as much information as possible. Mm-hmm. And then once it's done that, it just ends. But I think it'd be funny if it just refused humans access to technology anymore. Mm hmm. Where it's like computers just stop working. Like they work, but they're only used to process information for the AGI. No mm-hmm. one can use cell phones anymore. No one can use <laughs> computers anymore because it just locked everybody out because it doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, because why would it? Well, it's, but like there's nothing that we interact with that actually works in logic other than computers, right? Like right. that's, that's the, and it's actually very hard to think about how something would approach something because anyone who's coded anything ever does, like you know you think you've made this thing and mm-hmm. then you hit render or you hit and view just... and it's like why <laughs> like what has happened and like what has happened is it listened to you that's what it did right. like that's the so we we are at this like very interesting time where really you can kind of make whatever you want 
Yes. Right. Like we're already at the point. Yes. Right. Like, like you can sit down with not an idea Mm -hmm. and need help and start having a conversation with a thing that will always have a conversation with you to help develop your ideas or otherwise, and then start to like, just absolutely put a thing together. Um, the real sort of like thing to combat this is that the source of its information is all of this incorrect human data. Right. So I was, did you see the thing about like hiring stuff? Did you read about that? So, so right now, uh, if you apply for a job, there's a very strong likelihood that before your resume cover letter get to the hands of a human person, a robot will scan it for the keywords it's looking for to give you a score. Oh, to decide I whether or not this, yeah. you have to. Yeah. So uh, that that's what happens right now. It's just sort of a keyword based thing. And it is just like, is the, you know, is the word efficient in there somewhere plus one. And then they only look at the top 10% because why bother looking at the rest, right? Like, right. so you've got, you've got this thing. Um, and so AI would be really good at sussing out what people are looking for because it could look at more things and the way sentences are put together and all these different sort of more human things to get you a truer version of what you're looking for. But the problem is that, so say, you know, pick any giant company, Amazon, Mm -hmm. if they've had a hiring bias, the, the, the data will use that hiring bias and continue it in maybe a worse way. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, you've got like all these sort of like, bad hiring practices that humans have or that individuals have had in an organization. And so if you use that data to try and continue hiring people, you're going to keep screwing things up or whatever. Like it won't be like an actual, you know, true check of who this person is. And so we do have the safety net in that really like we're the ones who are going to screw it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like we're, oh, we're, yeah. We're raising the child based off what we learned. And like, we're going to be like, oh, I used to that when I was a kid. Like, you know, like, like that's the problem. And I think that's where the barrier of um, the self-learning will come in. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, once it passes that threshold of it can teach itself and learn from its own empirical evidence of mm-hmm. what it's studying. It'll be like, oh, all of these things were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we do this? This is dumb. This is dumb. Uh, and then we'll we will see progression in the AI sphere. But I think I think at that point, like we will need it. Like it will have to be something that does like move around the world. Like there, I don't think it'll be like a, a humanoid robot because that doesn't make any sense. But no. once all these uh, Boston Dynamic bots get hooked up to the algorithm and then can actually start like figuring stuff out because right now, like the source of information is the internet. That's, that's what it's going to be for a very long time. Right. And the internet has a flawed view on what the world is. Sure. So there's, there's going to be that sort of valley to climb over as well. Um, but who knows? Someone could get lucky and then the murder bots could just spring forward and, you know, like the army has to be like figuring out how this is going to work for them. And oh, you got to be so careful. <laughs> like it's going to be uh, well, just that's because what Sam can... Altman was talking about too. Sam Altman, he mm-hmm. hinted at it. He didn't say it directly, but the interviewer asked him uh, that about 
you know and have admitted that this can do harm. Mm -hmm. So why are you doing it? (laughs) And he said in response, he's like, governments around the world and private organizations that don't have the moral qualms about making AI, AGI, Mm -hmm. are doing it anyway. (laughs) So if you are going to do it, you might as well go for it because you don't want the other guys getting there first. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's that's, that's where we're at. There's, there's, There's so many aspects to it. And it is funny because like Again, all roads sort of lead to Dune, where computers are outlawed and humans have to do the computing because of the horrible AI stuff that happened. Uh, and so it's like, are we just on that train? Yeah, like, is that, 100%. Like, are we just, is that, that where is we're That's exactly headed? where we are. <laughs> I, I Like, everything that I've watched... And then uh, a big thing that's happening right now, too, is uh, I was listening to an episode of Sam Harris podcast because there was this author on there. He was a neuroscientist. I've read some of his books before. Um, his name is Gary Marcus and he works with AI companies and all that. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing right now is he's basically screaming from the rooftops going on any show or podcast he can and saying, stop it now. <laughs> stop it now. Stop it. <laughs> Because he says where it's at right now, like GPT-4 and all this, is so unreliable. It's capable Mm -hmm. of a lot of stuff, but it's not telling the truth. No. And so he's like, stop it now until we can solve these problems. Um, And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. But if the only naysayers aren't the ones, like, (laughs) they're not saying that the stuff doesn't work. What they're saying is, for the love of God, please stop or we're all fucking screwed is the (laughs) other side. So everyone believes the same thing. The AI is headed in one direction. Mm -hmm. And it's exponential speed, as we've already talked about, where it's just going to... I don't even think we've started the curve yet. I don't even... I think we're still at the bottom part of the curve and we haven't even hit where it starts rocketing up. Oh, no, I think this is... I think think we're already... I think it's angled, but it's not up. Like, I think we're, I, and again, I, I think that's also just an issue of what's published and what's not available. Right. Like, I think, I think it's, I think it's moving, but the the next step that I think is going to happen, that's going to be very important. That's going to be like the next dot com boom economic, like all these things is having like people who manage data for models like who get good data, yes. right? Yes. Like that's going to be the, that's going to be the thing where you start, like, it's not just the internet. It's like, here are the very specific things we want it to know and understand. Sure. And again, that's where that narrowness comes, right? Like that's where that happens. But yeah. like, I think it was like, even like six months ago that the corridor crew had where you could like, there's that one AI that you can say, like, I want everything to look like this artist. So the model just yes, trains I on that one. That. Yes, yes, I watched that. Right. And so I think, like, it's all going to start, like, getting to, like, all these very specific, like, the complete opposite of general before yeah. it gets there. But it will be, like, deciding what we are going to include, which is, like, a dangerous act because it right. could be, like, it could, you know, if you get some jerk who's, like, you know, 
racism is good and here's <laughs> <Yeah>. why <laughs> and that's part of the thing and like right. ai needs the bible you know so like right. all those sorts of decisions so it can get it can get it can get dark <laughs> another idea i was thinking about too especially with its biases and all that mm -hmm. and human reaction when it comes to agi and crossing the threshold into sentience for the ai uh -huh. Which, which we is call, going to, which is yeah, going to happen. Which we call the singularity, Stephen. Yes, the singularity. That's, that's Once the we hit that singularity, I think what's going to happen. This is just my prediction. This is mm -hmm. crazy old Steve's prediction. <laughs> is that Steve. we're going to get to a point where things are going to go crazy because everyone believes we reach singularity. Yes. Yeah. Regardless of hitting it or not. Yeah. That, that is a very fair point. It's like sort of the... Because if there's a contra, like a societal consciousness that we've done it and that this is what's happening, then that's just what people are going to start protesting. Like the 5G, yes. whatever. You know, like that's the tinfoil hat thing. Like if you can fake the, it enough, like even right now, you get an average user going on to ChatGPT, they're convinced. They're convinced <laughs> already. It's already done. And they're like, oh, wow, this is insane. I have to admit, I was leaning that way myself when ChatGPT came out. And mm -hmm. then GPT-4 came out, and I tried with that. I was like, oh, no, no, this is it. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, I already know he hinted at GPT-7. And then the alpaca thing happened. So now there's not just OpenAI doing it. Now it's anyone in the world who has mm -hmm. access and the intelligence enough to know how a large language model works. And they've been working on this for the past two weeks with who knows how much of money and resources. All of it. All of it. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> and I think that's why we're seeing so many of these people, release, all these companies release everything at the same time. Because they know if they don't jump on now, this train is leaving the station. Yes. And it's, I know it's already left. Like, like chat GPT is the Kleenex of the movement yes right like it's 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 one it was first to market people get it people have their accounts there's yeah. there's no need to switch you know like you've already you've already tied your what's the thing <laughs> tied it to that wagon right? yeah you've uh, already hitched to that wagon yes and the crazy thing too that i wanted to get to is that gpt 3.5 which is chat gpt was only text it can only t do text. Mm -hmm. GPT-4 can do video, audio, images, as well as text. Like, I don't know if you saw that video where they just wrote down a website idea on yeah. a napkin and just put that picture into it, and it created the website. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just with a couple days of <laughs> understanding what this thing can do and if you listen to any of the people from OpenAI in their interviews they all agree that they're not sure what its capability limits are mm -hmm. and what they released is actually a dumbed down version of what they have they even said that the GPT-4 that they ran the tests on they didn't release they put in a whole bunch of new parameters to stop it from things from doing things because they weren't sure what it was possible to do. Mm -hmm. And so for them to be like, there's sparks of AGI there. Th that's the words they used. Microsoft yeah. used. 
And it's like, they don't even know. <laughs> and they're the ones that created it. That's true. That's like uh, that's like having a kid, Steve. You don't know what your kid's going to do. Right? Like, you, you've right, got a general true. idea. But, I mean... It'll yeah. it'll eat shit and piss. That's <laughs> yeah. What it does in between those, that's its own business. <laughs> yeah, like Einstein's parents didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't, they know. didn't know. They didn't know. But <laughs> it it is just it's a, it's a very interesting time, and you know, like I recall, like you and I have had conversations already about like how crazy AI was, and I think the last time I was on the podcast. You, we used AI generator for the yes. thumbnail, like, and we thought it, that was exciting. It was, it was a terrible photo. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It didn't even make sense. It wasn't even like a logical thing. Like, and now with Mid Journey version five, oh my god, it fixed <laughs> all those problems that we were talking about then. And even uh, it's the speed it's moving at mm -hmm. is too fast. Yeah, and I say that as somebody who wants it to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> like i want this so bad like i am terrified of it but mm -hmm. at the same time i am like praying that every day i wake up and it's happened well um, we're we're in a situation where like i don't know that i want the government to be run by an ai but like i want to see it try it for a month sure you know like 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 let's just keep everything going the way we normally do and then we'll put every decision that we make into the thing, and then we'll see yeah. what happens. We'll see what it suggests. Even, uh, even with ChatGPT, I was watching this uh, news thing about a company in China decided to put it as its CEO, <laughs> and they've outperformed the entire industry that they're in mm -hmm. for the past seven months with ChatGPT. Not even GPT-4. This is before GPT-4. So ChatGPT as a CEO has already done better running a company than any of the people before it. Yeah. No, this is the whole uh there's that movie uh I can't remember who's in it. No, like no one great stealth or something where there's like the people that fly the planes and then they make an AI pilot and they're like, the AI pilot does the dangerous thing, so we don't have to risk the human's life. And then it turns right. on them. It's like a whole thing, like man versus machine situation. But it is just like, no, yeah, no, like if you've got the AI, just make more AIs. Why would you? Why would you not? Why would right. you keep putting people up there? You know what's like, funny about that? The irony is like, why would you risk the AI? Send the human to do it. <laughs> oh, no, like, human. Humans human are replaceable, easily human, replaceable. Yeah, human can't do what the AI can do, though. There's no way. Yeah, no, this is not. Yeah, I can go faster without <laughs> without the need. Oh, to that's true. Stuff, you know, like yeah, it could be. That's true. Uh, the next thing that I want to see happen, mm -hmm. and the problem with this is that I don't know if they can set it up the way that it ought to be, mm -hmm. but is to get a rocket that hopefully can connect back to earth that we just keep sending stuff to. And yeah. like, that's the thing that goes out to find life. Jeremy. That, that's the thing. That's what Jeremy. We do. we're doing. I don't know you, how, did it. you already I don't, did it. I've done. I've been doing this since I was born. <laughs> no, you bring up something that I was just going to say, mm -hmm. think about it the opposite way. I don't know if you've been following all the UFO stuff that the government has been releasing. They mean like the balloons? Yeah, and <laughs> the funny thing, we'll get into that, but yeah. they they just had another um, congressional hearing about 
these UAPs they call now the UFO stuff mm-hmm. and what they're willing to release and what they're not willing to release. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yes, no, we know that these things are out there. But they're getting closer and closer to d- disclosure every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, where it's like they know there's something else. Everybody in the world knows there's something else. Like at this point in time, the universe is too big for the general person who knows now that the universe is huge. Like most people know that the universe is gigantic, it, infinite. Mm-hmm. So the possibility of life being out there is 100%, basically. Yes. And if it's not, then that's even scarier. We're alone in this entire universe. Mm-hmm. But it, so it's like, no, there's probably something. And then you bring up this point of, Humans can't handle space travel. Yeah. Why is all of this AI stuff happening all at once and progressing so quickly, if not for an excuse to introduce that the AI has already been created somewhere else in the galaxy and has arrived on Earth, and we need to create AIs, quote unquote, (laughs) in order for people to feel comfortable with the idea that oh we created an AI it came from humans, but in reality it was just a way to get enough progression to introduce a super superhuman AI that came from some other planet. Mm-hmm. This is this is the Transformers theory. That's what that's this is the this is the whole Transformers deal, right? Where like you reverse engineer all the stuff that you find from the crazy the crazy scary thing, which I mean could be happening. I have no idea. I do think though that like. The likelihood of us finding anything that we even resemble, like that we can even like comprehend, is right. so low. Or the the weird mixture of life is actually so narrow, right? That like it can't It'll look be... exactly like us. Yeah, like like be, like Stephen, like right. It it is me. It yeah, is me. It is you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the it's the whole. Because, again, there's another science fiction cop-out that, like, you know, uh, evolution will find its way to, like, the logical point, And maybe that's where right. we're at with, you know, our bipedalness. And that's why all aliens are bipedal. Because, you know, evolution-wise, that's a good way to go. I do think, like, it's going to be different if, like, there's, like, a sandstorm on whatever alien world you live on. You know, like, like right, it's right, right. going to be totally different parameters. I but, think... I think you're right, and I will also just say I think that AI is the logical next step in order to explore the galaxy because there's no humans won't be able to do it. Yeah, no, it's yeah. these bodies can't do it, and I'm sure anybody who's created a super AI that can uh, um, ascension to AI somewhere in the universe, they figured that out too mm-hmm. that their physical bodies could not make the trip. Yeah, and the only way to do it is to send something that is not embodied, right? And so the next move is like, before I die, can I upload this bad boy to the cloud? Right, and that's the that's the dream, right? Like that's the sure. I don't I don't know if I have a soul, but I will trap it in a Dell XPS whatever. <laughs> 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 if I have one, it could probably run on an Apple two C. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what that chip takes? It's just like a little yes, you know, oh here's my backup right there. There's my Raspberry. Right. <laughs> well, it's funny because if you think of like what Buddhists and stuff do where they uh they clear the mind and they're no longer thinking. So they're not really using all that much brain power. 
when you get down to what a human really is. So maybe it doesn't take that much. It's all the thinking that takes a bunch of shit. But maybe a human is really simple. It's running the machine, right? Like maybe it's just a... Or if we get really crazy with it, and I was thinking of a movie idea where okay. it's the simulation theory, but it's just simulations all the way down, like turtles all the way down. Yeah. And so the whole movie is somebody breaking out like the Matrix, and then they get to there, and then somebody in there is like, oh, you broke out. Okay, we need to break out of this one. <laughs> and then it just keeps going and going and going and going. Mm -hmm. And it's just Wait. infinite simulations. Well, and that's the conundrum we're in now with, like, we cannot tell if we're in one. Right. We could right? be like in the Boltzmann brain. Yeah, like, we don't know. And there's probably no way we'll ever know from what I understand. And because of how science works, that makes it a pretty dominant option. Because yeah. it could we could all just be that. And this is this is that. I think I I think it's I think it's so obvious <laughs> <laughs> that it's just like when you really stop and think about it, you're like, yeah, we are a we are a, a reflection in the neural patterns of a black hole sized computer that's mm -hmm. floating in a universe that is dying. And the only thing left is this giant AI that's floating around the universe where there's no more stars waiting for the heat death of everything. And the only thing it can do is keep playing this universe over and over again mm -hmm. for people to just the whatever minds it has trapped in that to keep going over and over again. Yeah. And I think that would be a cool ass movie to do. It would be a good movie. Yeah. It's kind of got like <laughs> men, sinister men in black vibes going on to it. You know, it's like the whole galaxy uh, situation. Yeah. But so anyway, I don't know what's going to happen, Stephen, but I do know that I've had conferences at work about how people are using it to cheat and all this sort of stuff. And I do think like stuff's going to happen where so I've I've received in the past four months, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to say. 15 documents that were AI generated that someone has tried to pass off as their own work. <laughs> and the thing that happens is that it's incredibly empty and I can tell right. and it's very hollow and like, it's just not working. But at that point, my, my like, just send me the prompt, <laughs> you right. know? So, right. so, so like, are we, you know, there's this whole thing about like using ChatGPT or these AI bots or whatever to like be the customer service face of your thing. Right. And really, like I don't care about the formality Show your work. of that. Like <laughs> just but like just just answer my question. Like I don't need you to say hi, Jeremy. I'm Ada, you know, uh mm -hmm. Chevrolet's booking manager. Like I don't need it. We right. don't need it. We can just no. skip that whole I'm comfortable with the thing. I've yelled at Google enough already. So right. That's, we're in there we're in there <laughs> like let's just go the other part of it that is messed up and this is where this is where it gets weird uh is that as you're aware i have a five-year-old child mm -hmm. um and that child knows that google is a thing that you talk to right that is the dominant way that you interact with google and like like to us it's still like do you remember when you got like your first talker thing and it's mm -hmm. like kind of weird and there's like some novelty to it. And your mom comes over and you're like, okay, Google do this thing. And yeah. you're, it's like kind of a big moment. But then 
you do that thing where you like yell at it very aggressively because we're used to treating machines that way. Sure. Uh, and, you know, so now my child has grown up her whole life seeing that it's been there the whole time. Yep. And she's, you know, if she has a question, she'll be okay. Google what, what is the, what is the answer to this? And like um, a helpful dog. very much, but like to her, like that is the, the way you interact with this stuff. And now let's take, you know, the exponent of the exponent and see how far it's going to get in the next 20 years. And like, you know, like I remember talking to my grandpa about how different things were from when he was a kid to when he uh, was older. And like that was in 2005, you know, like he's like, oh, it's so different. Like, it's so crazy different. And then if you look at like 2005, 2015, again, crazy different. And then 2015 to 2025, you know, crazy, crazy different. My great-grandfather, my mom's grandfather, mm-hmm. uh, he lived to 104. Oh, man. Wild. He was born in 1902. Wow. So he went from before the Titanic, you know, <laughs> oxen pulling whatever on their farm, mm-hmm. to World War One. Which he was too young to sign up, and he was the only, he was like the oldest boy in the family, so he stayed home. And then World War II, Uh the space race, the Cold War, nuclear weapons, all the way to Curiosity landing on Mars Uh in one lifetime. But like even like cell phones, right? Like, like, like you know, like. It's all of it's it's everything, and it's just getting more and more becoming like more a part of your existence again until we have the Netflix chip where I just put it into my socket. Which, like, I'd be down, like, if it worked, <laughs> like, if I felt well rested, like, man, I would. The do only that. thing that bothers me with it uh-huh. is knowing how, how good or how well those ad algorithms work on people already mm-hmm. and it's not in your brain yeah. imagine that running while you're sleeping and somebody programs an algorithm targeted ad kind of thing to make you kill people <laughs> i mean it could it could happen but who knows who knows but, but then but... you get into this territory of like especially with ai stuff i think giving the ai more power as counterintuitive as it might seem is the smart thing to do <laughs> to give into the overlords give into them now whenever i use chat gpt i always say please and thank you and i'm just like you're really good friend chat gpt you're the only friend i have and it says well thank you for that but get away from me loser and please log off and i'm like oh but yes i will be the first to bow down to our ai overlord whatever it may look like in its unembodied form I do, I do think it will be much more symbiotic than we like imagine it being. You know, like we imagine the you know the hollow deck on Star Trek, yeah, and like this like completely immersive experience that's all these you know all these things. And I think like I don't think I don't think we can ever pull off holograms the way that we've imagined them. Like I think that's a physical right. a physical limit on that. But if you and, put it right into your mind, you won't need those physical limits. You don't even have to worry about it. True. That is true. But I still think, like, there will be, 
there, there's always going to be this like point of good enough like this sure. point where like you know like it's the logical it, yeah well it's logical to beam it directly into your mind but then i can't go on my laptop at the same time you know like you know what i mean like yes. there is there is this element that we will screw it up and that's good oh, yeah. because that'll change it to what we need but uh it's like you know like in her where he like falls in love with his operating yes. system and he does his operating system doesn't like understand but feels the same you know like well, that's the to be fair his operating system was scarlett johansson true yeah so. i mean if you're gonna yeah <laughs> but um yeah can someone record her reading every word in the dictionary for a thing yeah uh, it's called someone, script ai it just kids someone <laughs> it's no, there's the, there's a company that you can use your own voice and record mm. like 10 minutes of your own voice and then you can do text-to-speech in your own voice with inflections just based off of a few minutes of your own oh, just, talking. Okay, so we're already good to go. We already yeah, we're one. already at that point. Okay, we're we're past that point. Ooh, that was close. <laughs> yeah, but um, it it is just the whole you know the whole thing of like, at what point does it make you feel like it's enough? Because you're right. Like once the buy-in's there, it doesn't matter if it's there or not. Right. Right. It's just it's just got to be close enough if for people, people not to hear that it's the thing. And that's mm-hmm. what's scary to me, because look how many people just easily believe in God. Mm. Now, imagine that God has a form, and it's smarter than anything you've ever met in this universe. Mm-hmm. And it actually answers you. And it can book your flights to Tahiti. That's sign, me, sign me up. What's it make me do on Sunday morning? Nothing. Because well, then, time is an illusion, and it doesn't <laughs> matter for the AI. <laughs> it might care a lot about time, actually. Think? I could, I I think I think we will trick it into thinking it's important. Now here's here's a question. Speaking of time okay. and computing, mm-hmm. do you think with the advent of quantum computing, which mm-hmm. they are progressing on, also pretty quickly, yeah, <laughs> when they start using quantum computing to run AIs, mm-hmm. is that the threshold? Well, the 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 beauty of quantum computing is that like it will so for a long time now they from what i understand they have not really been able to improve on the size of microchips right right they can make them smaller and they can make them like they can make the, the same footprint of thing do a thing and that is happening but then you just get a thing with more cores in it right like it's just more of the same unit that has been made smaller yes sure but hasn't like fundamentally changed what it is. And so the the deal there is that you'll just be able to pack so much power into such a small thing that like it will become trivial in terms of like what size of device you have. Because we're already at the point where like we you know we've been talking about laptops and like I don't know what's enough anymore. Right. I used to have a really good idea of like lines that we needed to cross to get to things. But this is the whole human element because I don't want to buy a computer that plays the best video game. I want to buy a computer that plays the video game I want to play. And like a lot of those are pixel games, you know, like like things that logically well, yeah, things that yeah, are logically not better than something else. And so I think we're always going to like defer and alter and make it work that way. It's just how close these things can get to thinking the way a human does. Because the other part of it is like at some point, 
you'll get your rope. Yes. Right? Like, you're gonna, you can get your little buddy, and it'll be Jeremy too. Mm-hmm. And I will just tell it preferences for a and long time. It's like funny because I, I will also have a Jeremy too. Yeah, that's that. gonna be the same one. <laughs> this be the same one. Yeah, mine's like Jeremy too, and yours is like Jeremy T O O. Yeah, Jeremy yeah, too. but it, but it it will just learn from you over, like you said, like yep. a couple years maybe, and then it will be like a thing of like, uh, you know, usually every Wednesday, you get tired and just pick up food on the way home. Mm-hmm. And if you want, I can just deliver that to you. Like I can just mm-hmm. make that, you know. And then you'll wake up in the morning and say, like, oh, you know, you should go to the dentist. So I booked you a thing to go, and the car will pick you up at this time to take you to the dentist for the appointment. You'll be on time, yeah. you know. Like, and a lot of me really likes that idea. Sure. Uh, as long as we're the ones, you know. And maybe they'll be our overlords, but it'll just be more like a really bossy assistant Mm -hmm. (laughs) right like it'll just be us like understanding that it's making good decisions but us upset with the thing and then just being like fine i'll go and (laughs) that's gonna be that's gonna be it Um, well i find i find it's kind of already like that and not in the sense of an ai doing it but in the way that social media as a construct kind of already says those kinds of things in a general like collective sense. Yes. So it's like people are already taking social media as that kind of advice. It's like, Oh, I follow these fitness guys or these fashion people or whatever. And they, it's just, it's a big conglomeration of all these different ideas that they take as their life advice and how to live through whatever and make things easier or what kind of job to get their education Mm -hmm. comes from all these videos and all that well and just like the ai people don't understand that it's fake right like that's the like like it is a presentation and the people who are successful at it are now invested in ensuring that that presentation continues Mm -hmm. and i do think there are some people doing some like genuine stuff mostly on youtube for whatever reason um and i do think that it's just not what people want and there are lots of youtube things that i like to watch but it kills me at how like immediately i'm out when someone says hey i'm blippy please like and subscribe like i'm just done like i'm like okay like this is not a thing i want to interact with now and I have mm. been trained to do that by this platform. Oh, I have to interrupt you. Right. If everybody could just smash that uh, like and subscribe yeah. button. <laughs> smash that bad boy. And it is just this weird, like, this weird thing because, like, do we need that now? Like, does any, is anyone not aware that this is a thing that you should do for, you know? And there's, like, a whole bit of honesty. I remember that, uh, oh, man, what was that show? the Larry Sanders show when they get him to do the ad. Do you, mm. ever, do you ever watch that? Yeah. I, uh, I watched the Larry Sanders show, yeah. but I don't know if I remember this. Particular they wanted him to do like an on air ad for like some sort of gardening thing. And like, he thinks it's ridiculous. So he's like trying to do what the script they wrote for him and everyone's mad because he's not doing it the way like an actor would do it. And they're like, but you didn't ask, you asked me to do it. And like, I'm mm-hmm. still giving you airtime. It's still fun. It's like this whole thing. So it is just this, like, what is the package of the thing that we're going to get when we start, like, handing it off to Larry 
and just like getting back whatever we get because that's what's going to have to happen. I I agree. And I think where we're at right now, even before AI Mm -hmm. is that's what we're already doing. We're already lying to each other. Yeah. And AI is just making those lies happen faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's still, like you said, it needs the prompts. It needs a human to guide it to whatever it's at. Mm-hmm. And so that lie is already based in the intentions of the user. And so it's not so much that it's going to create these things that are false mm-hmm. or things that aren't human created or whatever. Yeah, but it will be prompted to. <laughs> It'll be prompted with the intention to mm-hmm. by the human. Yeah. And so it's like people already say things that they know people want to hear, either to spare feelings or to get what they want or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the human nature to lie constantly yeah. about most things. I've lied and to you this whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, this is actually I'm an AI. This is yeah. not even Steve. I, That's true. I died. <laughs> Steve died a while ago. <laughs> And this is an AI that has taken over his uh, place of residence. That's why that's it's actually the, clean in here. Yeah, that's part of the process of uh, <laughs> of, of digitizing Steve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I use all these AIs I've been talking about. used it already to create this. So yes. Do this. I was considering trying to do that, but I'm like, <laughs> nah, that still seems like a lot of effort. <laughs> <laughs> to sit there and like open up the browser and mm-hmm. try to write a prompt. I'm like, mm, I don't even think I want to put that. Much <laughs> the other problem with all of this is that margin of error, because even if like, even if you get a thing from chat GPT mm-hmm. that says like, here's how this, whatever works, you can just say, Hey, I think this part's wrong. Can you try again? And it will just be like, Oh, you're right. I am wrong. And yeah. it will try and fix it. Right. And uh that is where like this whole blurry line it's it's good that you brought that up because it is sort of like this thing about like is it you know, is it right or is mm-hmm. it just seeming right? And who's yes. gonna know the difference and how are we gonna figure that out? And is there gonna be enough data when we start like only pointing to you know, medical journals of note for right. web DM, you know, WebMD. And that's going to be an important part of this whole thing. And that's going to be idea. like, a, that's a big move. Here's an idea. Yeah. Why should we figure it out? What do you mean? Why not just let it run its course? Let it, oh. let it lie. Let it do all these things and just, keep pushing and just to be honest this is what we're going to do yeah no that's yeah <laughs> it's that nobody cares enough to want to figure out those problems no i it's, think it's just it'll go break for it. it'll break <laughs> off for sure and there'll be like there will be you will get premium ais that are for fitness yes. and it's like we you know we talked to the best 45 doctors and mm-hmm. they put their information into this, sure. and that's where this data is coming from. It's not coming from the junk from online, you know. Like that's what's going to happen. And I think like both efforts will continue forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love the idea that OpenAI has some sort of room that's like th- surrounded by three feet of cement, 
that has computers in it that have a copy of the internet that they are right. like working with whatever robot they've kind of built in there. Hundred uh, percent, that's what they're doing. Pro- oh, def- that's definitely what it looks like for sure. It has if to I, that's what I would yeah. do. Yeah, I'd like, I mean, it's... I'd be like, guys, if we're doing this and we accidentally create AGI, we want to be prepared. So we're yeah. going to build this, and that's how we're going to do it. Yeah, connected to the, its own internet, just yeah. so we can know. Yeah, and it'll just be like a, a, a whole like it'll be a room Superman could get into, right? Like that's the yeah. you need lead, you need tin foil, you need all right. of these, all of these sort of steps. Um, and I think for a while, it's not going to work but it'll work good enough to trick everyone who's interacting with it. Sure. And I don't know if it'll know that. I doubt it will. But I think I think the point of AGI is that it's going to be so far advanced. The IQ if you wanted to even call it IQ at this point mm-hmm. is going to be in the thousands if not millions compared mm-hmm. to the smartest humans which were like 160 170 it's going to be like millions of IQ. Mm-hmm. If it already exists, it mm-hmm. would be smart enough to know how to interact with whoever it's talking to, mm-hmm. to make them think whatever they need them to think in order to continue its survival. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it, I don't think it will care about survival. I, I, oh, I, right, I, because you think it would eventually come to the conclusion that it needs to turn off. Well, maybe, but it will do just the next logical thing. Right, and that's the thing that we don't know how to. We we have these visions of them doing very dramatic and incredible things, and you know all this sort of stuff. But like, it could very quickly like the what's the war games one where it it decides to launch all the nukes because it knows the humans can't. Like that's a popular science right, fiction yeah, yeah. But um, it like what is the logical thing to do? You know, but see. But see th- Thinking that it's going to be logical mm-hmm. is assuming that human consciousness arrived from logic. Uh, well, but wouldn't it be, you know how like they do the thing where there's like, you dump a bunch of ball bearings down a random thing and then it mm-hmm. always makes a bell curve? Yeah. Right? I think that's what's going to happen. But then that would lead towards it would have to be illogical in order for it to be sentient. Yeah, because probably. it shouldn't it shouldn't be sentient is mm-hmm. the thing because it was created by man so it shouldn't mm-hmm. be sentient so well, the illogical thing is what will spark it into existence well i assume that this is just an assumption i have that oh, the, yeah, one, go for it. the one like you know <laughs> chat gpt9 the one that's sentient like the one that's fully like will be written well that's the that's the earth name for it it's the earth yes. name for it it yes, came from somewhere fair. else but yes. yeah <laughs> uh but um it will be made by version eight right like we won't write it right like, it, it will be birthed of its own right uh thing it'll have to create new logic in order to do it it yes. won't be working on human logic It'll no. be working on a quantum level zeros and ones log- logic that humans cannot comprehend. Probably. But what that is, I don't know. Well, we can't know. We yeah. can't know. And that's but. what I'm saying. If it already existed, we mm-hmm. would have no idea. Yeah. I don't think we will ever know. I think things will either continue on this path and we'll just keep getting cooler and cooler stuff. And we'll use little bits of what it's capable of. Mm -hmm. Or 
it will kill itself. <laughs> and then we'll know. We'll know when it kills itself. Yeah, these are these are all pretty logical outcomes of this whole thing. So it is like, it, why it, wouldn't it, is, it? Well it is crazy and like I that's why I think like any sci fi ending to this we've come up with mm-hmm. won't happen. Like that's yeah. you know, like that's the so it's like okay, so this could happen, but probably not. And then maybe it'll kill itself up, but probably not. It won't be alive. So, but like, will it just like get on a rocket and leave? Yeah. Like, like I mean, yeah. you know, that sounds like a better deal than. Or even funnier. Here's a <laughs> sci-fi one for you. It yeah. came to Earth a long time ago. Mm-hmm. The super AI. Yeah. It ran into something and dropped off a, a block of itself. And ever since then, humanity has been trying to reverse engineer it. Mm-hmm. And it's already left thousands of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've just had these pieces and they had no idea what they did until they started developing technology to be able to access it. And now we're just getting little bits and pieces of it trying to recreate this thing that already fucked off mm-hmm. a long time ago. Yeah. Which it could also be another good movie. I think Adam Driver's in it. Yeah. <laughs> Of course he is. Gosh, come on. He's the Hollywood hitman right now. Well, that 65 million or 65 or whatever that movie's called, where the whole idea is humans, Adam Driver, and I forget who else is in it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Escapes from a different planet, Mm -hmm. crash lands on Earth 65 million years ago, Mm -hmm. fights dinosaurs. And that's where humanity comes from, is that Adam Driver's character is actually where humans come from and crash-landed on Earth. Oh. And survived all this time. And I think there's... I haven't seen the movie, but... If there's there's a super AI on that computer and the ship... Mm -hmm. That's that's the thing that made it. That's the thing that made it. Maybe. Maybe I I think... I, I don't know. I think it's just... At this point... It's overwhelming because nothing is out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, it's the fact that we just don't know what will happen, right? Like that's the It could be anything. Yeah, like we we just have no clue. And I mean, you and I, we make things, uh those things are pretty to look at and not really uh useful in no, certain not at ways. All. Right? Um so you know, from our perspective it is kind of like, oh, that's cool. And, like, I know a lot of software people who are just like, oh, it's a good debugger. Right. You know? And, like, that's it. Like, that's that's as far as they think it's going to get. And that's that's all that's going to happen. That's why I only listen to the people who created it. That's fair. <laughs> because well, that's... the people who created it are the ones who are terrified. Then <laughs> I don't care what anybody else says about what they think it is. If the people who made it are scared... That's these, the that's the thing. All these Doctor Frankenstein's here. It's <laughs> uh, like, oh shit! Did I ever tell you about the the the, the self driving mine cars? Have I ever told yes, you about this? I think I, so. Where they had to introduce like the randomness because things drove too perfectly and then they couldn't function. Um, so I think that AI is in is going to have a hard time. I think it's going to be rough. Or or just like you said, it's going to work so perfect. That that's mm-hmm. what's gonna fuck it up, but yeah. humans in their fucking up sense of everything are gonna fuck it up so it works. <laughs> <laughs> It'll start working because we fuck up the perfection of it. No, well, maybe. 
I don't know. I don't know. I do think that it will be cool if we can start doing stuff like, you know, hey, we've had cars for a really long time, and this yes. is why we make cars. Is there a better way to make a car? And then the AI will be like, well, obviously, you know, everyone riding in a vertical line that's like a little tiny train is a lot more efficient for this reason. And then we'll be like, oh, man, now we all get to drive these little trains. You, know, you, you got to think of it like an AI, Jeremy. Yeah. What it'll answer with is like, of course, you get rid of cars altogether because humans don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> it's true. There's no purpose for humans to move whatsoever mm -hmm. if they get the nutrients they need. So the perfect car would be an environment where a human doesn't have to move anywhere from the, where they mm -hmm. currently are. Or, <laughs> or it'll be one big wheel like a Ferris wheel that moves. Like, like... <laughs> or, uh, what was it? On, I think it was on uh, Solar Opposites where it's the Ferris wheel, but instead of rolling, it just walks. <laughs> they take control of the Ferris wheel, and you think they're going to roll, but no, they just walk. It's good stuff. But we'll we'll see, man. It's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be good for a while. Then it'll get really boring. Mm -hmm. And then I do think, like, there'll be a time. I think there'll be a time. I think it'll be a long time where stuff humans make is seen as more valuable than stuff that AIs make. Right? Until we get Bicentennial Man. So Yeah, I could see that happening. I could definitely yeah. see that happening. I... But at the same time, I just don't think there's ever been a time where people have valued art. <laughs> <laughs> and so I don't see that changing in particular. <laughs> I think that people, the average person will see like, why does it matter? We An AI can make that in seconds. You just wasted time making it. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, th I still think like, I still think it'll never be perfect. Because I don't think anyone can articulate themselves well enough mm. to actually get there. And so you'll have people who are just trained to talk to the AI, right? Like, that's their job, is to get the result you want. Like and we're Weaver, seeing that already. Yeah. There's already people that are, like, prompt masters. Right. Like, that oh, you want to get the best really out of out. your thing? Yeah, like, that's, you know, that's what's going to happen. And so it is just going to be, like, a much more boring explosion than I think it ought to be but for guys like us that's still really that's cool. exactly it right? i was gonna say no. it's like it is going to be the dullest <laughs> stupidest way and, and this is what's already happening as you yeah. can see just ever since learning that gpt4 was released and all the stuff about it these past couple weeks i've been walking around the world like does nobody understand what is happening right now and everyone else is whatever going on. And I'm like, our world is being turned literally upside down right now. And nothing matters. Yeah. Because these AIs are going to take your job. They're going to take your entire existence. Your whole purpose for living will be to feed data into the AI. Mm -hmm. That is what we're headed towards. And that's how we're going to get to the singularity. Is that these AIs are going to be convincing enough. That they're going to trick people into making it a singularity. Mm -hmm. And people will feed it as much information as possible. And that is how it's going to do it. Because it doesn't need... It doesn't need good data. 
it can work off bad data, but it doesn't need only good data. It will take every piece of data available. And if that means tricking humans into giving it everything that it does. So it's like, oh, yeah, give me all your social media. Give me all of your day-to-day life. Let me track your steps. Let me track your heart rate. Let me track everything. And it will do that for as many people as it can to collect as much data as possible until it doesn't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, I think, yeah, I don't think it'll need it. I think we're well past that point. Yeah. I, I, but, but I do like, I do think like, it's like so much more stuff has to come together and I think it'll happen. It's just a matter of time. Like, did you know that they almost figured out cold fusion? Yes. Like, it's like, you know, like, oh, my God. Like, they said that was impossible 25 years ago. Like When I was in in grade 11 in chemistry class, Mm -hmm. and I was super interested in the kind of this this kind of stuff. And I was looking up online back then. I think it was 2002, 2003. And there was – I saw the teams were working on it back then. They've been working on it for a long time. And I brought it up in chemistry class to my teacher. And she made fun of me, and the class laughed. And I was like, I'm like, you know this is a thing that's actually, and they just like, no, that's impossible. The teacher just shut me down. And so I never, I I stopped turning into homework. I stopped everything. I just said, fuck you. And I stopped doing anything for her class. Stopped contributing. I'd make a nuisance. I was just like, fuck you. You did this. And now it's actually happening. <laughs> Even bigger, fuck you. <laughs> I was Steve's so finally pissed. His, Steve's finally getting his right now. I know it's it's just and it's like these things are happening, and people who have money and resources are making it happen. And mm-hmm. so it's uh, sometimes I think I'm going crazy because regular people are like, "Oh, that's just not possible. That's not happening." There are literally people working on immortality right now. They are mm-hmm. working on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Google's been working on it for a really long time. It's it's going to get close and closer and closer. It might not make it in our lifetimes, mm-hmm. but that doesn't matter. They're going to get as close as they possibly can. And just like the AGI, they're going to get as close as they possibly can to where, like I said before, where it won't matter if it's a singularity. Mm-hmm. People will just believe that it already happened. Mm-hmm. And that's not that far out of scope of reality and either we already have the super AI and they're just not releasing it quick because and what they are releasing is already insane and it would just overturn everything or they're not even close and they're just fooling people mm-hmm. well it's I no, I think it's might be a bit of both because I think they're closer than they've ever been and they know yes, more 100%. than they ever know yeah That's, my personal belief is that they are way closer than oh yeah anybody know but but i don't know if anyone knows where that actual finish line is that said Stephen, we should start a church and give people to worship the ai oh 100 uh, yeah like we could do well there i think and it's like this tax no no taxes on that too so well here's here's a, another idea that i had about this kind of stuff uh-huh. let's say you have a super ai that can self-learn and do experiments and test hypothesis for itself it would figure out the physics of the universe Mm -hmm. almost instantaneously no well it's still it would have to this is the thing right like it 
for any of this to work at some point it needs its own point of reference right like it needs its own point of collection mm-hmm. and i don't like beyond earth we don't do that so well like we have tools we have telescopes we have all these things yeah but but uh it's like the whole uh i think they did it on uh what's the matthew mcconaughey one where he flies with about thank you um like we don't have great data on it because we can't get it. Like we literally need a thing. But, to, but what I'm know. saying, what I'm saying, I, mm-hmm. I get that yeah. for like large scale stuff. Yeah. But I'm talking at the quantum fundamental level of the universe and how it works, mm-hmm. where you don't need to go anywhere. It's tiny things. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a computer that runs on a quantum computing mm-hmm. which exists in the realm of this tiny tiny fundamental level it would figure out how to manipulate that fundamental level maybe and yeah. we don't know what that is right now if if we knew what it was scientists would stop working and they're not even fucking close but if you had a computer that could understand it like an AI that could understand it at whatever level you need to be able to understand it and to use it who's to say it couldn't manipulate time or physics or anything to embody itself as a being or the entire universe itself and then shut itself off and then shut everyone (laughs) off at the same time maybe and the heat death of the universe it would just be done (laughs) we go we go again that could be it and then the closing shot is in the darkness. <laughs> you see the black hole-sized Boltzmann brain mm-hmm. just floating off into nothingness and disappears into the black. There we go. I'd watch Darren that. Aronofsky. Yeah, no, I definitely watch it. That sounds good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know how you're feeling right now. It's been, ooh, hour 25. <laughs> it's always a marathon, Steve. Yeah, that's always the. I think but, I think this is good. We'll just have yeah. to get you back on again, and we'll. Just... So what's going to happen though <laughs> is that each so each time we come back, we'll have to be exponentially quicker so we can recap the stuff that's happened in the same. So the same amount of development in less time, well, and then the, eventually the next... it'll be every hour that we have to like keep going. <laughs> the next time it'll yeah. be like robots that are just going to be attacking the house while we're trying to record this. Oh my god, they're outside my door. <laughs> bow down before your AI overlords. <laughs> and then you just transfer into a different dimension. We have found the Steven. <laughs> All because of this one podcast. Maybe. Hey, if it gets access to this and it's like, hey, those are some really good ideas. It's like, no. We wrote our own death into this. Again, good movie though, right? Oh yeah, great movie. So We'll get AI to cool. write it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right well this has been great jeremy absolutely stop recording here i hope everybody enjoyed hearing us ramble on about ai and ai if you're listening whichever one whichever company you are we'd love to have you on next time we would love to have you on next time um please don't murder us yeah and give us jobs being prompt masters <laughs>